Welcome to Finding My Best Self, the podcast that celebrates the extraordinary in every woman. Each week, your host, Pam Rivette, will share practical how-to advice, empowering you with strategies and insights to navigate life's complexities. We'll welcome inspiring guests, women who have defied the odds, transformed obstacles into opportunities, and are redefining what success truly means. From navigating personal and professional challenges to celebrating triumphs in fitness, self-care, and beyond, we explore it all. Whether you're seeking motivation or a spark of inspiration, this is your sanctuary for empowerment, authentic conversations, and a whole lot of real talk. So lace up your sneakers, grab that cup of coffee, and let's embark on this journey together. Exploring the lives of women who are making it happen, sharing both the struggles and the victories. Welcome to Finding My Best Self, where every episode is a step towards becoming the hero of your own story. Welcome to the Be More Happy Show. I'm your host, Morris Shaston, confidence coach for both introverts. I help introverts overcome fear and maximize the performance so they can excel in extroverted careers, feeling good about themselves. So today I have my great host, Pam Rivet, and she's actually starting her own little business right now, and she's in the midst of launching her business. So, so today we're going to talk about her business and help to promote her business in a sense, and we're probably going to talk a little bit about her little struggles and challenges and what she's mm-hmm. overcome through this journey that she she's embarked on. So, Pam, can you just introduce yourself and kind of tell the audience like what got you into MBS and and where you're heading with that? Yeah. Hey, Mo. Thanks for having me. I appreciate you asking me to come on the show. Um, so I'm Pam Rivet. I am the founder of MBS Fitco, which is a fitness company that is for us busy moms. So my first product is going to be a line of active wear for many reasons, but to just kind of, I guess, let me go back. MBS stands for my best self. So it is my best self fit company. I love that. And the idea behind I never that knew what- MBS before, yeah. but I love that. My yes. best self. My best self. So I, you, I know you can see it oh, back I see there. It. So it's I see my it. yeah, best I see self. Yeah. Um, and one of one of my slogans, because I have a couple, um, is beyond the cape. And that is because I feel that every mom is the epitome of superwoman. But beyond being superwoman mom or super mom or super wife or um, you know working on your, you know, the superwoman behind your career, that there's a woman beyond that cape that needs to have that love and attention as well. So that is my best self. It is finding your best self beyond the cape, beyond the superwoman cape, and just having moms take care of themselves. And whether that's through fitness or spiritual development or personal development or having self-care days, manis, petties, getting your hair done, all of those things. So going into my company and the first product that I'm bringing is active wear. And that is because of many reasons, because for me personally, active wear was the foundation for me going many, many years back when I was in a really bad place in my life where I felt like I had lost myself. I didn't know who I was outside of mom and, you know, mortgage advisor. I I didn't know what I wanted in my life. I didn't know anything. And so for me, it started with fitness, but before you can have fitness, you need active wear. So that was where it started for me. Honestly, it was, 
getting that active wear and just putting it on and going. And now fast forward, you know, 15 or so years in that for me, active wear is it's more of a versatile piece, right? Because as a busy mom, we need something that we can just throw on in the morning and it is going to be the same thing that we're going to work out in and the same thing that we're going to do our grocery shopping in and the same thing that we're going to come home and have to do chores in or housework or run the kids around all over the freaking earth, you know? So it's, it's having those pieces that you can feel confident in, um, you know, feel good in your own skin, no matter what you're doing. So it's the versatility as well. And yeah, so that's love- kind of where in where it's at right now and we'll have other things that'll come out later but that's that's the gist of it i love that because i think like i don't know about guys me personally i don't dress up for gym and stuff like that but i see plenty women like you could tell that like they put a lot of thought into their (laughs) outfits you know what i mean because like their shit Mm -hmm. looks like dang like like she's dressed for the for, for the event basically, you know what I mean? So, and I'm sure that like by having the right clothes, like the, the active wear, like you just feel better about yourself in a sense, you know? And I like, I love this, Pam. This is awesome. I think you're really going to make like, a big impact. You can't tell me, even as a guy, you can't tell me that even as a guy, that when you put on, like, let's just say you go in your, your closet, you're like, <laughs> well, I'm going to the gym and you just, whatever, I throw on whatever I got to go. I'm running late, you know, but when you put on something that you like, man, I feel good in this, that your workout's not better. It is. Or that man. your day isn't better. And it's and you can take that to another level and say it's just with anything that you put on, right? Anything that you put on. If you put on something and you feel good in what you put on and you feel good and you look good, everything about your day is gonna be better. Your attitude's gonna be better, the way that you talk to people is going to be better, your workout's gonna be better, the way that you handle your kids is everything is better when you feel good about yourself. Mm-hmm. So, and again, and going back to when it comes to busy moms, it's just that, you know, we're all over the place, you know, we're at home taking care of the house. We're running kids around. We're going to the gym. We're going to work. We're going to the grocery store. So there's all these different places and, and it's, it's hard to, you know, have one set of clothes that's meant to be worked out in, but then you're like, okay, well, I can go to the gym in this, but I don't know if I want to go to the grocery store in this or go pick up my kids from school in this. So it's nice to have those pieces that can be versatile and can go with you anywhere or just having the variety of, because at the end of the day, workout clothes are comfortable and it is something that can be dressed up or dressed down. You can put on a pair of workout leggings, gym leggings, and then throw on a, a jacket or a sweater or whatever, put on some boots. And then whenever you get to the gym, take them off, put your tennis shoes on, you know? So it's having those pieces that'll work that are multifunctional. That's important. That's awesome. So your um what is your like the main goal with your whole brand and is it more to help women to feel confident about themselves or what is it exactly, Pam? Yeah. So I'm also starting a podcast as well. So nice. and the podcast will be finding my best self. And that is part of the brand. It is going to be part of MBS Fitco. And yes, because at the end of the day is I want to inspire women to be them, their best self and to find that hero within that 
that is that, you know, that they may be bearing or just may have lost, or they're just not taking the time to nurture because they're so busy pouring into everyone else but themselves. Nice. So it's just, you know, cause Mo, like I said earlier, there was a time in my life when I was very, very lost. Um, and it's, t- it took me years, many years to, to find, you know, who I am today. Um, and even though I, I feel that I have at this point today, gotten to the, my best self and my best version, um, I'm also still working to grow because I also feel that no one's perfect and you're never going to be perfect. And there's always room and opportunity for growth. So even through all of this, um, this new journey that I'm on in this next chapter of my life, you know, I always look forward to what's to come. Um, we were talking the other day and I text you and I told you, I was like, you know, Mo, I was like, it's the look back. That is the best part. What? You know, of when, <laughs> How much growth? when the growth Mo is the, that's the best part. And I want every mom to be able to experience that, that, you know, and even if those, there are the moms that are already there there, cause there are so many that are already there, but they also understand too, that there's still more to come. There's so much more to come. You know, I was the other day, something hit me that I was like, I have to talk to Mo about this on the podcast. Cause I think it's like it. And I don't know where this came from. Um, you know, that quote that says, don't look in the rear view mirror. Cause that's not where you're going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, man, no, like that's so wrong. Mm-hmm. Why would you not want to look back? Mm-hmm. Because Mo, for me, like in all honesty, I have so many pictures of myself or things that I've written in my journal that I go back and look at because the look back is what reminds me of where I'm of just that, like that isn't where I'm going, but it's good to look back sometimes and remember where you were and how far you've come, especially on those days when you're down and out the days Mm -hmm. when you're like kicking yourself in the butt, like I could be doing better or I should be doing this. Yeah. But look how far you came. Take that look back, like look in that Mm -hmm. rear view mirror. Like you see where you are, you see what you were doing or where you, you know, and and look at where you are now. Like, so I was, I was like, man, that quote's kind of not right. (laughs) That's kind of screwed up because it is a good thing to look back. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, don't, don't look back you know, to, to say I'm going there, you look back to say, look how far I've come. Yeah, it's true. It's, it's, it's incredible to look back. I feel like even like you just said to remind yourself, basically, like for me, like I look back at transformation pictures of my weight loss to where I'm at now. And like looking at that, like, dang, like I came a long way, you know, and Mm -hmm. that's how you appreciate the journey of where you're at now compared to where you were. And yeah. And great. not just your physical, Mo. Not just yeah, in your physical, yeah. right? Right. Because, I mean, I know. I mean, I've known you for quite a while. And, I mean, I mean, I didn't know that, Mo. But, I mean, even still, just how we, we talked about that. I'm like, man, Mo, if you would have told me when you and I met through real estate just a few years ago that we'd be sitting here talking about these things, like, <laughs> I would have never believed. I would have been like, yeah, right. Look, <laughs> I, that's, that's so true. Even just saying, Pam, we, we, we're going to be recording podcasts in three years together. What you think about right. that? 
Like, right. what the fuck? No way, Mo. <laughs> yeah. Like, no. you know, okay. Yeah. So it's just, that's so the, wild. Yeah. The, the it's wild how that... life, like, just takes you unexpected places that, like, you're like, holy shit. Like, how did I end up here? And I don't know. It's, it's, it's amazing. Yeah. Even just, um, I don't know who it was. Somebody, was it you or Taylor posted something on Facebook um, about, look at where, how far we've come just in this last year. I think it was Taylor. And then you commented or Mm -hmm. either way, regardless. Um, And I, when I read that, I was like, that's so true because just earlier this week, when I started on this new journey of manifestation journey, anyway, um, I went back in my journal and I read because I started a brand new I start a brand new journal at the beginning of every year, even if I still have pages left in a previous journal. I start I like to have a book for the year. Yeah, that's good. And so at the very beginning of every year, part of what I do is I write a letter to myself. Right. And I just write a letter to myself about in in first or how you call it first person, third person, whatever where I'm talking, where I am talking to Pam and I write that letter to myself, just telling myself like how I feel about myself, um, me from the outside looking in and, you know, who I see Pam as a person and what I see, you know, for her and where she's going and things like that. Um, and then on the next page, I write my own personal this is how I feel in my head and in my heart, where I'm at, where I'm going. And Mo, like, that is so true because like, if I would read to you where I was in January 1st of this year to where I am right now is my it, 11 months later to the day, like mind blowing, mind blowing. Like, yeah. It's, you know, it's so much, it's so crazy because so much can happen in a year's time. So mm-hmm. much can happen in a year's time. So we've talked about you working with a couple coaches and stuff. Now you think that working with some of those coaches, like kind of really helped you to uh, basically see things in a different way, in a more positive way and just better understanding of yourself as well. And like, just basically like, cause in my opinion, like working with coaches, I felt like my mindset shifted like, 10 levels within a year you know what I'm saying so I'm just wondering how that was with you Mo in all honesty I didn't start any of the coaches until after I had already decided to move forward with starting my own company that's when I decided to hire you know a mentor and some coaches um but for you never had a coach before that even like like to help you with your business stuff and just mindset stuff no. like little trauma stuff that you've gone through like growing up and no, i've had counselors but never business coaches oh wow that's crazy mm-hmm. that's awesome you always did have a good powerful mindset though i remember the first our first couple conversations i was like man like this girl she gets it you know because mo i have i used to struggle with anxiety and i, I, sh- I shouldn't say i used to i still do um i have like severe anxiety but when I, so when I was 18, I got married and my ex-husband was in the military at the time. So we moved away. And, um, when, when we came back, so that was in 2008 when we came back. So I was 18, 19, 20, I was 20 years old and I got my first like real job. And that was the first time I ever realized how bad my anxiety and my panic attacks were. 
Now, granted, at the time, I was also diagnosed with postpartum depression. <clears throat> but those that was the first time that I ever experienced like full blown panic attacks in my life, like where, where I was driving, and all, like, I thought I was gonna die. <laughs> like several times this happened to me over and over again, to the point where that, I went to the doctor, and I was like, I don't know what's going on. Is that crossing like, a bridge or just on a straightaway? Like, Always, that I, had to drive to, I had to drive to Metairie for training every day. And it, and I, I don't know what it was. Maybe it was just that every time I got in the car is when my brain, you know, your brain just kind of goes off and I would start thinking about things. And then I'd go into these full blown panic attacks in the car where I was hyperventilating, sweating. I felt like I couldn't breathe. Like I, like it was bad anyway. So I lived on antidepressants and like anxiety medications for years and years and years. And so when I got pregnant from my last little girl for Jillian, and so she's about to be eight. So this was, you know, eight years ago, I had to get off of the, the medicine because I was pregnant. And I just told myself that was Jillian was like, in why Mo at that point in my life, you know, because I'm 30, I'll be 36. So I'm 36 now. And that was eight years ago. So I was 28. And so why at that point in my life, I just had this mental switch that kicked on. And that was, I was at the heaviest I had ever been in my life before I got pregnant. Um, I was the heaviest I'd ever been. Um, and I was super depressed and, you know, on all the anxiety medication. And so when I got pregnant for Jillian, I told myself at that time pregnant for her, like when I have her, like, I will never be back on that medication. I am going to lose all of this weight and I'm going to keep it off. And and I did like, that was my thing. Um, good job. Pam. And, good job. And ever since then, Mo, I've learned going back to what you said, I know I like went off on a tangent, going back to what you said, the, what I learned with my anxiety and my panic attacks was how to control them and how to, when I would feel myself getting anxious, when I feel my chest starting to tight, you know, tighten, or when I, you know, feel myself, my hands would get clammy and I, you know, my heart rate starts changing. Like I've learned how to talk myself through and down and out of that. Because at the end of the day, that's what anxiety and panic attacks are. It is you letting your thoughts creep in, you know, the limiting beliefs or the negative thoughts or the bad things creep in. And then, and then you just, it, it just, you know, goes from there. So, so I've learned and with that, it for me, Mo, I have to know why. If I can find a why in anything, in any situation, whether it's a why am I having these thoughts or why did this bad thing happen or why did this, it's when I can, and I know you and I talk about that so much. Um, and a lot of people tell me that it's like, you're really good. I'm really good at breaking things down when people come to me and they say like, this is going on or this is going on. And it's, you know, but why do you think you said that? Why do you think you reacted that way? Like what is at the core of it when you break it all down? Like what made you say that? What made you react that way? Why did this happen in your life? Because what is going to come from it? Like it's any and everything that I can break down, I'm going to break it down yeah. <laughs> because that is how I cope. It's how I deal. It's how I move forward. And it's how I grow. And that's that's just where it's at for me, is I have to mentally understand the why. 
you know, and whether in it, whether that's really what it is, or if it's just for me, like I have to figure out some, a reason for me to be, to be okay with in my heart and my mind. So that way I can just move forward with things. You know, Pam, I think I've, I've worked with a couple of coaches and that was kind of like their method of helping me to understand more about myself was the why asking why like five times basically. And I listened to Dean Graziosi and that's pretty much what he says too. you know, like just ask yourself why five times. And by digging deep like that, you start to get the answer that you need, you know, and it's, it's, it's an incredible way to, to discover things about yourself and why you respond to things and how you feel. You know, I love it. I think that's the best way truly. Mm-hmm. So yeah. there's something that's called why work. I don't know if you've ever heard of that, um, mm-hmm. but it's actually something that I'm planning to do. Um, it's very, very, very personal, but I'm going to do it. Um, and I'm going to share it. I've already committed to that. So I guess I can say it, um, but it's called why work and it's mm-hmm. getting down to the core of your why. Um, and so that's basically what it is. It's, it's, you know, you can do it with a friend or a counselor or whoever, but it's having that person there to say, you know, what is your goal or what do you want? And then you respond and then they say, why, why do you want that? What do you want and why? And because when you continue to ask yourself that, because at the surface, it's when someone says, what do you want and why? it's going to be super surface level. Yeah, absolutely. Your initial answer is going to be super surface level. Mm -hmm. And then when you get that first, why you want something, okay, but why? And it's then you getting all the way down to what that very, very bot with that core thing is. Um, Mm -hmm. And that's where it's at. Yeah, that's where the answer lies. So earlier you mentioned something about... uh, journaling like you start a new journal every year and i've talked to plenty of people that that know how to journal so what like as far as journaling what kind of advice would you give to people to help them to be able to start that journaling because me personally like i fully believe in journaling and letting it out on paper because i feel like once it's out of here and on paper it's it's like a relief and that's why i i prefer to do it at nighttime because I feel like it's a detachment method for me of letting go of my experiences or anything that happened in that day, you know? So, but for you, like, how do you, how do you journal? Well, you know, it's so funny because when I first started journaling, probably about two years ago now, maybe a little bit longer, um, when that was first brought up to me, like, you should journal. I'm like, that's weird. Dear diary, (laughs) you know, like, what is that? Like, you know, that's what kids do. Um, It was just super weird for me um, to say journaling or even meditating and all of those terms were super weird for me. Um, And so I went through that. So I get that. I get when people say like, but how or what, because I was there too at one point when I was like, I don't even know what to do. I remember the first time I Mm -hmm. picked up a journal and was like, I'm going to, I'm going to journal. I'm going to do it. And I've like put the pen to the paper and just sat there because <laughs> I'm like, I still, I was like, what do I say? What do I do? Like, what yeah. do I say? So I've actually tried several different methods. <clears throat> um, and in all my honesty, I, since I've done that, I kind of do a little something different every day. And that's really what has worked for me is, 
you know, I've tried to be very scripted, like every day, you know, I'm going to write down three things I'm grateful for and three personal affirmations and, you know, three things that was good that happened today and three things that I plan for tomorrow or that are going to do better tomorrow. Like I, and I'm like, I'm going to write these same, I'm going to, this is the, my method every single day. Um, you know, and I didn't really care for that. It, it just felt super scripted to me. And I almost felt like some days I was just writing the same thing or just writing stuff just because, and it didn't really have any meaning, I guess. Um, I've tried just free flow, like what you said, just like whatever thoughts I have, I'm putting them down and just free flow. Um, I've done some guided stuff. So where it's more so, um, I guess kind of sort of like the, like a meditation kind of thing, but it's a guide that's saying like asking the questions. Um, you know, a lot of people use growth day, like Brennan, uh, Brennan Burchard's growth day app. And that has like prompts and stuff. And every day the prompts change of what you can write about. So I've tried that too. And I have basically come down to like, if you look at my journal, every day is different. Some days I have stuff that's bullet pointed. Um, some days I'm doing gratitude work. Um, some days maybe it's more, so a lot of manifesting stuff. Some days it's more me uh, once again, writing those letters to myself, like giving myself that encouragement that I need on the days that I feel like I'm down and out. Um, and then there are some days where I literally will write four pages, five pages, because I just, I call it like brain dump. And I think that's the days when I, there's just so much on my mind and just like any, that any thought that crosses your mind throughout the day, um, you know, the questions that you ask yourself during the day, it's like writing those out. And it's just right. Like, I don't know how to explain it. It's like literally having those, the same conversations that you have with yourself in your head every day, but putting it on paper and having that conversation with yourself in writing and just writing it down. Yeah. And I know that that sounds super weird to people who don't do it, but it is so therapeutic. <laughs> Very, like I can't eat like I when because when you put it on paper, when you write it down, it's it's like you when you walk away, it's like it's behind, like I put it, it's it's out, it's done, it's gone, and I put it mm -hmm. away, and it's like that weight's lifted off your chest, and you can just move on. Yeah, like you know the thing. Really I think I started whenever I would journal. I would always, I'm sorry, not whenever I first started, but like these days whenever I journal, I typically start with my interactions throughout the day and what I felt and how these other people affected me in a sense, you know what I mean? But through my interactions. So mm -hmm. I would journal about that. Then I would journal about my intellect. And I feel like whenever I journal, I feel like I'm kind of led by spirit or source, God, whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. So like, I feel like the answers that I need to certain things come to me through writing, you know, and it's those deepest thoughts and those deepest desires that like really hits you whenever you're writing because and sometimes it's, it's some hard cold truth that sometimes we don't want to hear but we, ha we have to fucking face it right mm -hmm. it's just part of it and that's the part i love is getting those big aha type moments in journaling and writing because i feel like that source is feeding me what i need to put down on that paper so mm -hmm. I love that, man. I love that you, you journal and it's a big part of your life because I think more people should journal <laughs> truly because it's just mm -hmm. liberating and 
discovering yourself, you know, I feel, you know. Yeah, the self-discovery part is is big in that too. For me, it's this the self-discovery and just the therapeutic, the release. Um and you know, and I know some people don't get it and, and they don't understand and don't want to talk about it, but the, you know, just in manifesting um and putting your thoughts on paper, it just does mm -hmm. something. Yeah. Know? I listened to Bob You're Proctor. I'm sorry, what you about to say? I'm sorry. Oh, I was gonna say because you're you are your thoughts. Yeah, absolutely. You are your thoughts. Yep. You know who Bob Proctor is by chance? I've never listened to him. I've heard of him many times, but I've never mm. listened to him. Mm. He always talks about like carrying a goal card with you. Basically, you write your goals down on a card and carry them with you and look at it and read them like out loud, you know, 10, 15, 20 times a day, as many times as you could, you know. Just saying affirmations aren't going to actually get you to what you want. Like you have to actually take action and do what you got to do to get to those goals, right? So. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of like the stuff that he talks about. So I don't know. A lot of people. He has I think, a podcast? He's dead now. He's like 90 something oh. years old. He's been around since like the 60s and shit teaching mindset stuff. It's, it's it's crazy because like all the people that I listen to now, like the um, Tony Robbins and all of them, basically they all say the same shit, Pam. Mm -hmm. But it's just in their own way. It's kind of something I discovered recently. It's that like, dang. Everybody says the same shit, basically, you know, it's just everybody shares their own personal way and other people perceive it, I guess, from certain people, a certain type of way because of the way they deliver the message, you know, mm -hmm. would you agree with that in a sense? Yeah, no, that is, that is true. So the, the new thing that, what's it called? Now you can make me look it up. I'm sorry. I got to look to tell you because no, I just signed up for it. Um, it's through Mind Valley. And oh, nice! You know about Mind Valley. That's good. I just learned about it yesterday or the <laughs> day before. I just signed up, so it's called the Art of Manifesting um, with uh, Regan Hillier. Mm, I don't She's know incredible. Oh, so you have to go listen to her podcast. Um, and the way that she explains that is in a totally different way. And the way that she explains manifesting is in a way that I've never heard it explained before. And I, I mean, sh she is captivating. She really is. So um, I just joined into her program and it's a, a 27 day um, manifesting and learning how to manifest and what she says, but you know, I, so I'm curious to see how that goes because, you know, I've, I've always, I say I've always in the last two years, since I've gone down like my really deep self-discovery path, <clears throat> you know, in my spiritual development and personal development and listening to podcasts and reading, like I can't even tell you how many books I've read in the last two years or podcasts that I've listened to. Um, listen to a lot of podcasts? You know, just, what's that? So you listen to a lot of podcasts? Oh, God. <laughs> I listen I, to, so I'm a podcast junkie. You can ask anybody really? and I talk about podcasts. I know everybody gets tired of hearing me talk about podcasts mm -hmm. because I talk yeah. about them all the time, all the podcasts I listen to, and I send episodes to everybody all like, you know, <laughs> you have sent me some talk. Rachel Hollis podcast before in the past. That's true. Yeah. So she's where I started. Rachel Hollis mm. is where I started on the podcast. Um, and I just had a conversation with a friend the other day. I was like, you know, I said, I don't really listen to Rachel all that much anymore, but it's because it's not that I don't love her because I love Rachel Hollis. Um, she, when I listened to her, I was at a 
different place in my life mentally. The things that Rachel talks about on her podcast is, you know, um, very much to help elevate and lift your spirits and to get you in that right mindset, you know, is to help a mindset coach, right? She helps to get you in the right mindset. And I was like, and I, now I listen to different things, but it's just because my mindset has changed. Um, you know, and, and my goals and stuff, because there's podcasts for everything, Mo. God, there's right. podcasts for anything and everything you want to hear. If you just want to listen to some comedy stuff or you want to listen to sports stuff or news stuff or anything, anything that you want to listen to, there's a podcast for it. So, I mean, you can go and search and find podcasts for everything. Um, so, yeah. So, so yes, to answer your question, yes. I have my podcast library on Apple is very long. Yeah. It's wild. I think I need to listen to more podcasts. I think it'll probably make me a better podcaster because I could see things that they do or don't do and I could mm-hmm. add in whatever aligns with me best because I don't listen to podcasts. I never really did listen to podcasts. I've listened to like one or two little three, four episodes and that was it. But other than that, like I don't listen to podcasts. I still don't. I listen to audibles. Uh, I recently got on YouTube and watched, I, I watched a lot of YouTube videos now with uh, Alex Hormozzi. You know who Alex Hormozzi is? Like, he's my boyfriend right now. Like, I've been crushing on that dude. Like, he's fucking incredible. Like, the amount of value he delivers in, like, a 10, 15, 20 hour video, like, it's so much value. I love that guy. What what you laughing about? You know, I got, you... I got to, like, talk to him one-on-one. Really? No he's shit. How did that happen? Part of the capitalism group. He's part of my mentor. Oh, really? Yeah. So, and I actually, um, I just finished reading one of his books too. Which one? So, Hundred million. No. Um, Lee Magnet. Yeah, I think that's the one. Because I wanted to start off in order. Um, oh no, this is the hundred million dollar offer one. This one. Okay. I just finished reading. Um, I just finished reading that one. So, yeah, he's that's- awesome. Him and what? his wife. I love his wife. Layla. I, I yeah. added her podcast to my list as well. So I do. I, I listen. I've listened to all the Audible version. I don't have. I don't really read the books. I'm terrible with reading. Oh shit. Mo, that's so surprising that you don't listen the, to podcasts and you started a podcast. <laughs> I know. I know. Look, I had no intentions on ever even starting a podcast. It's just. It was just some weird shit that kind of happened and. Like I enjoyed it and now I truly love it. I like, I like it a lot. And my main thing now, like, and I feel bad for this because it wasn't my initial intention, but I've grown to know that like having other people share their stories kind of helps them to feel liberated and Mm -hmm. frees them in a sense. So like, I love that for people whenever they come on and share their story, because it's something that something that they've been wanting to do, but, never had the chance to or never really had never felt like they had a good safe space to actually do it you know so that's what I love now and but I feel like I feel like I need to throw more episodes in of me you know helping through you know some mindset stuff so I'll probably work be working on that pretty soon I'll probably change the whole structure of the podcast actually in the next couple months to where it's going to be like a a season thing towards hey look this this season, we're going to be talking about limiting beliefs, you know, for like four weeks or six weeks yeah. and have guests that basically are pretty like knowledgeable on that. And we kind of spit it together. So that's that's in 
that's in my mind right now. It's just mm-hmm. I, I hadn't actually pulled the trigger on doing it. I just have to. I don't know why it does that. I hate that static. <clears throat> but I just have to basically come up with a plan and start recording those types of episodes versus people sharing their stories. You know, I just feel bad for those people that want to share their stories, but it's okay. <laughs> it's more for the audience that wants. I think it's it's about the value, you know, and I think sometimes people mm-hmm. will get tired of hearing other people's stories in the sense, hey, look, change shit up, you know. I constantly want to, I constantly want to be changing shit up and growing Pivot. it, you know. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Pivot. I was going to say, you're not really changing. Don't say you're changing it all up. You just pivot. Yeah. 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 That's it's a nothing, that's it's, huge thing. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with that, you know, in my opinion. So mm-hmm. Pam, like you starting your business, like I, I know eventually like it's like an entrepreneur journey in a sense, because I'm, I know eventually you probably want to do your own thing and kind of be set up to where like your money is making money for you and you could, you'll wake up in the morning and have an extra five, 10 grand and you're checking here like, dang, like overnight, like I made money, you know, like that's the goal. That's kind of where all entrepreneurs want to be at. Right. But like, what are some of, some of the challenges you faced so far and like, what have you done to overcome some of those challenges? Oh, Mo. I mean, for me in all honesty, it's been getting past, and I don't even want to say that. Like, that's hard for me to say. You know, the, the limiting beliefs. Um, and I and I say this because I do have those thoughts, right, that creep in um, of, you know, what are you doing? You can't do this. Who do you think you are? You know, all of those thoughts. But for me, in all honesty, I'm able, like, I'm able to silence those really, really quickly. Um, just because I have a vision and I believe in it so wholeheartedly, um, like there's so much trust and belief there that those thoughts are very short. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm, I'm just able to quiet them a whole lot. Um, as far as the struggles that I've had, I did not realize how many companies there are out there, manufacturers. Like I was like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to have a line of activewear. Um, you know, probably it's going to take me like, I don't know, 500 companies. No Mo, like 30 plus thousand manufacturers across the world. Um, and it, it's, it's getting narrow. How do you narrow that down from 30,000, yeah. <laughs> you know? So that was, that was the start of, you know, just trying to figure out because you don't realize how many pieces of the puzzle. I am so grateful for this mentorship that I've paid into that these people that are helping me to understand the business, because Mo, like I would be, I'm not gonna say I'd be lost because I did do a lot of Google searching and a lot of research before I decided to get into a mentor program, but they have helped me to understand so much and to walk me through, um, or to just give me the tools that I need to, and, and say like these, this is the programs that you need now go do it. Okay. Now you do this part, go do it. Um, because if not like there, it's so much and it's so overwhelming just figuring out all the pieces. Um, but for me, there's the, 
I guess the most frustrating part has been working with these manufacturers and waiting because for what I feel like, I feel like it's been like, I feel like it's been a year that I've been waiting for, which I know it's only been, you know, a couple months since I've decided what companies I wanted to order from. Um, but it's just, it's the waiting game and I don't have patience. <laughs> Not a lot of it. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's, it's, it's the waiting game that's hard. And, you know, I did get my first round of samples yesterday. And I'm going to do a video on this. Um, but I guess since we're doing this, maybe maybe my video will come out before your podcast. <laughs> so yeah. just be re me repeating it. I got my first order of samples in yesterday. And I have some more coming in next week. Thank God. Because the ones I got yesterday were dog shit. Like, literally. <laughs> like, Mo, I could have gotten better quality stuff from Walmart. And I'm not exaggerating in the least bit. That's, um, that's wild that people put I'm, out shit I'm like that. I'm very, 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 very surprised. Because, A, my sourcing company picked this company out. B, they're in Pakistan. And Pakistan is known for, like, really high quality activewear. Like, mm -hmm. Pakistan and India and... Um, I don't know if people know that, but it's true that they're known for having really high quality activewear. It was really bad. Like I, and like honestly, have Walmart brand or Walmart activewear that's better quality than that. Um, and that's not what I'm going for. I'm going for very high quality premium activewear <clears throat> um, and very very specific things that I'm looking for as well as a company that is going to be willing to let me design my own things because I have many ideas and things in my mind that I want someone to actually design for me. Um, so anyway, with that being said, that's also, which I, I mean, I open them up and I'm like, well, that sucks. <laughs> and then, you know, I'm just like, oh, well, like that's part of the process and it's okay. And I know that that's going to happen. So, I mean, I actually kind of got a good laugh out of some of them. I was like, really? <laughs> like, <where> <laughs> yeah so anyway um but yeah that's that's just, my, my biggest struggle is just the waiting game that's my mm -hmm. biggest my biggest struggle is the waiting game because i've but at the same time well, i'm grateful i i really am because you know again i'm gonna tell you like i have to know why and i feel like this is for a reason like this is going this way for a reason because it is giving me so much more time to work on all of those background things all of the the systems and the processes and documenting my journey and and getting people aware of what I'm doing before it's actually there, um, starting the podcast. Like I have all this time to get all of the systems in place. So that way when I do have my line ready to go, I'm not scrambling and stressing at that point. So I'm grateful. I'm grateful yeah. that it's taking time. I am. Because if it would have all moved really fast, I would be super overwhelmed. I'd probably be in tears every day, honestly, because what I'm doing is a lot. And if I had to yeah. cram that all in into a really shorter period of time, I would be super stressed. So it's the journey, it's really not the destination, no, you, you know, because we learn so much through that journey that whenever we do get to the destination, well, I mean, there's really no destination truly because we're always going to be. Mm -hmm. striving for something different, something better. I feel anyways, like there's no, it's kind of like the self-development journey. You're saying that the journey to like, whenever, to, until you get to that goal and then you make yeah. another goal and then there's another journey. But yeah, I mean, you're right, Mo, like the journey mm -hmm. is where it's at. 
Yeah, that's where you learn that. You know, that's where you grow. That's where you understand yourself. That's when, like, those systems, you start learning how to use those systems, put them into place, and make sure that they're efficient and benefiting you like it's supposed to, you know? Just like the funnels, right? I'm sure that's a big, that was a big learning curve for you, right? Trying to adjust and learning all how to use funnels and, you know, I don't know. I still need to learn how to use funnels. I need to learn how to create funnels. You help me with that one day? Yes, absolutely. It's not as hard as you think, actually. (laughs) Actually, it's not as hard as you think. Mo, you know where the the biggest growth is, though? What's that? Is is being able to enjoy the journey while you're in it. Yeah. And not just at the end, you know, because, again, the look back is always a lot easier. It's Mm -hmm. always a lot easier to look back on the hard shit because you're on the other side of it. But it's being able to see the growth while you're in it and appreciate the growth while you're going through it and appreciate the shit while it's happening. And with the belief and the knowing that it's going to turn into a positive on the other side. That's mm-hmm. where that's where the when you when you can say like I'm going through hell but I'm so appreciative and grateful for it because I know on the other side something so amazing and beautiful is going to come from it that's where the real worth is. Yeah. When you can I can agree more. Yeah. When you can Seriously. And that's what I'm really trying to do through this mode because I've always like I'm always, I've always been that person that I like, I want the end game now. You know, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. again, I have zero patience. Like I want it now. And it's just like, and even like I've had like in my coaching call that I told you I had earlier today, he told me that he said, Pam, he said, do you understand that you are trying to launch a company that's eight months old? He's like, launch your baby. <laughs> He was like, and then watch your baby grow. He was like, he said, stop trying to, you know, do it all at one time. And I'm like, he's like, you have, he's like, Pam, your vision. He's like, and everything that you want to do with this company is so amazing. And he's like, and it's going to be, and it's going to be this big, beautiful thing. He was like, but you can't, you can't start it that way. He was like, you have to start it here. He was like, and watch it grow and enjoy the journey. And I'm like, you were just picking you know like everything that i tell to other people you just told it to me because i need to be told myself you know yeah that's, so, that's part of it's true. Having so that's, i'm really trying to and because i am i'm really trying to just enjoy this journey um as it's happening because it's you know and not just when i'm on the other side and for me to look back and be like man like that was cool you know like yeah. i'm trying to enjoy it even though some of it's not so fun <laughs> so in what ways has like technology helped you with your business you find as far as automation and just um connecting with the right people networking and all that good stuff oh god in so many ways first of all i would start <laughs> off by saying this ai stuff is out of this world like yeah. and i know that i've only i'm only surface level with it right now but the ai is insane like it's all it's it's so like it's scary 
innocence. <laughs> oh, goodness. Yes, it the is. The stuff that it comes out with. Um, but anyway, so that's cool. Um, having or being able to hire people and see their work, like we were talking earlier, like Fiverr and Upwork, if you ever need to hire someone to do anything, like any kind of work for you, to just be able to go online and find someone from all over the world. These people are on there and they do amazing work for really cheap. Like I would, I never knew about any of that stuff. Like I could have used that so many times over the last, you know, 17 years of my life. If there, if I would have, you know, known that anything like that even existed and I don't know how old those are. Um, so there's that. And then in all honesty, just social media and being able to reach out to people the groups that I've posted in and the feedback that I've been able to get, um, just whether it's from my personal page or groups and stuff for what I need, um, to be able to see, you know, to, to see what people want and what they're looking for. That's awesome. So you've joined like groups, like women groups mm -hmm. for like clothing stuff. And that that's very smart, man. That's, that's, that's very yeah, smart. That way you connect, a, you know? Yeah. Well, I got into a couple of fitness groups um, but I didn't really want to get too much into fitness groups. I got into a lot of mom groups, um, yeah, whether it was true. um, a lot of different mom groups. Cause that's what I wanted to hear from. Because again, like I can tell you like Mo, a lot of people, moms, uh, there are a lot of women that wear active wear and they don't work out. Mm -hmm. And so that's just where it's at. I mean, as much as I, I love and want to encourage people not necessarily to work out, but at least move their body in some way, shape or form, even if it's yeah. just going for a walk. You know, I'm not saying that you need to go to the gym and get all ripped up and, you know, unless that's what you want to do, then that's great. But for me, it's just it's the movement. It's just, you know, moving your body and not even necessarily for weight loss, but exercise is meant it's mental. God, if I could like. I like want to beat that in. If I could beat that into people's head, like working out is so far beyond physical. It is so it is, it is more mental than it is physical. And if people could understand that, like, man, the, the mental work that is done just for moving your body every day. But anyway, um, so yeah, so I use the groups to be able to get in contact with those people to just say, you know, what is it that you're missing? Where are the other companies lacking? Because that is what I'm here for. Is yeah. that I know it's not perfect out there. Um, and I know that there's a lot missing or there's some things that could be done better. And that's what I'm about, all about is all nice. of the things that weren't there. And to just, you know, or that could be made better. So what's something in your brand, your your clothing line that's actually going to be better than most most brands that you could if you're open to share that um so a couple of things that i've i've heard um and not, not necessarily that i know that i'm going to have them but i will say what i've heard um is that for women um it's the sports bras where the padding is non-removable which is a huge thing um, cause I know for me personally, that's a huge pain. That's one of the things that bothers me the most, you know, cause we take our sports bras and we wash them and then those little pad things come out in the washer or they get all folded and scrunched up in there and to get them back in place and the little bitty hole that they put in them on, mm -hmm. is, on that side. it's yeah. Wh women, first world problems. 
it's not. So it's the, you know, having the padding sewn in and then um, some of the other things that I heard, which is very eye-opening. This has been a very eye-opening process for me, Mo, because everybody is different in what they like or what they want in, in active wear too. So for me, I work out solely from home. So I couldn't care. I could care less about pockets. Actually, for me, if there are pockets on leggings, I will not buy them. Because I'm so used to wearing leggings without pockets, because I don't need them, when I do put them on, it bothers me um, to have that extra material, I guess. But I've learned that for women who go to the gym or run, that they need the pocket to put their phone in. So I, I get it, right? Mm -hmm. um, so I am so naive to pockets, right? So then I start having people tell me that it's not just about having pockets, it's the placement of the pockets. They were like, because if the pocket is too low or too high, when they go to get on the, is it the abductor or adductor or whatever machine, and you mm -hmm. put your legs in it, that the pockets sometimes where they are on the pants, that your phone is right there. So like, then I got to take my phone out of my pocket and then it's totally pointless to even have the pocket because I tried to take it out. And I'm like, see, like I would have never thought about that. Yeah. Um, you know, that's so, so that's apparently an issue is that some of these people put the, the pockets way too low and it causes issues when they're working out. Um, I've that's seen why it. You, I've, why oh, you'd good. be running too. Like if you got to, if you actually got to stop and, you know, come down a little bit to get your phone or yeah. whatever out your pocket, you know, it's, it's inconvenient, you know, so yeah, it's all about making yeah. it convenient, you know. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. I'm, I'm no, 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 you're good. Um, I've heard about the um, the tank tops on women that, you know, women, a lot of women are very self-conscious about, you know, just the, you know, the little armpit back or whatever right here. Mm -hmm. And a lot of these, um, these shirts are cut. I don't want to say in a men's cut because you know how men's shirts are cut like they come far in. So a lot of the women's shirts are they need to be further out, um, yeah. just a little bit yeah. more coverage in that area. So I've heard a lot mm -hmm. about that. Obviously, I've heard about the seams ripping, um, just rip, just bad seams. Um, we have a lot of issues, us ladies, as with the the leggings and they roll down. Um, so those mo are all the things that I'm looking for. So when I say that I am shopping for premium activewear, um, I'm I'm talking about quality. So mm -hmm. the quality first and foremost is really, really big for me um, because I have, again, I've been working out since like 2006. Yeah, 2006. So the amount of active wear that I've bought in my life is probably sickening. And I've tried, I couldn't even tell you how many different companies. And so, I mean, I've, I know active wear, right? I mean, I know the ins and outs. I, you know, the materials and I've done going into this, I've done a lot of research. I have researched all the companies, all of them. You can't tell me a name. Probably <laughs> I have not pulled up and researched what their clothes is, read their reviews. And I know what's good and what's not. Um, I've been through all of Amazon. Like I've done my research on the materials and the quality and what, you know, what makes certain things like, you know, what exactly is makes it sweat wicking and what exactly, why are some see-through and some aren't, which ones are itchy, which ones aren't, which ones make it buttery soft and which ones make them super, you know, so because there's, I've done it all. I've looked at it all. Right. So like the term. quality, the quality has to be there. Um, 
And then my next thing is, like I said, is to solve the issues that are, you know, is to, to fix the issues that are there, which is why I said a manufacturer who's going to, who's going to have a designer on hand that I can work with to custom make um, my pieces is really what I'm looking for because I may come out with something initially that the manufacturer already has for me, but I want to custom design my pieces and which is why getting this feedback is really important um, to make sure that, you know, I can try to fix those problems yeah. while still having good quality and versatility at the same time. Cause that's also really important. Like I told, like I said earlier, having those pieces that can be worn for anywhere. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's awesome, Pam. My best self. This episode is brought to you by MBS Fitco. Excitement is in the air at MBS Fitco as we prepare for our upcoming launch. We're introducing a line of premium activewear designed to seamlessly fit into both your workout routines and daily life. Our versatile collection is perfect for your workouts and equally suited for your day-to-day -day tasks, ensuring you look and feel your best, no matter the occasion. It's not just clothing. It's a commitment to self-care and embracing your best self. Be the first to experience the fusion of style, comfort, and functionality. Subscribe to our VIP list and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok for insider information and exclusive perks available only on our launch day. Dive into the show notes for all the links you need. MBS Fitco is more than just activewear. It's a lifestyle. Join our community and be part of our exciting journey from day one to celebrate fitness, self-care, and your hero within. Don't just wear it, live it. All right, now let's dive back into this episode. So what's what do you think is a way to help women to actually become their best self? Like, what would you kind of advice would you give for women for that? I mean, it's hard to give advice, but what would you say that could actually help women be their be become their best self, basically? Yeah. So, I mean, first and foremost, you have to want it. Right. And that's where it starts is, you know, like I said, for myself as well as there just came a point when I was like, this is this is what I want and I'm ready and I'm going to do it. Um, it's so it's just deciding you have to decide this is what I want to do and I'm going to do it. Um, and again, I will say it over and over and over again, because I truly, you know, because there's so many different parts. There's fitness. There's spiritual development, there's personal development, and then there's what I, what I call the self-care part, which is, you know, just the treat, treat yourself kind of stuff, you know? Yeah. Um, I truly wholeheartedly believe that it starts with movement and fitness in some way, shape or form. And the reason I say that is because it is not just physical. It's mental, it's emotional, it is everything that will put you in the right mindset to want to do the deeper development, to read the books, to listen to the podcast, you know, to meditate, to, it is what is going to spark the curiosity or the interest or the desire to do that deeper, that deeper mm -hmm. work. Um, when you look good and you feel good that makes you want to do even better. Like it, the, the fitness piece is, it has to be there. And like I said, it's not about going to the gym and working out for an hour a day or, 
you know, losing a bunch of weight or getting super ripped up. It's not necessarily about that. It's just about moving your body. So if you can even just commit to, you know, I want to better myself. I want to get on the path to start working towards my best self, then just dedicate, commit to doing some sort of movement for 30 minutes a day. You know, Pam, I couldn't agree more because in my journey of working out and discovering myself and learning more about myself, it all goes back to the gym because whereas I never thought I could ever be a, a car salesman, I never thought I could be a realtor. Like I never thought I was good enough or smart enough to ever do that. But going to the gym and doing those hard workouts and and doing what I thought that I couldn't do in the gym helped me to build that confidence to actually go out and do things that I thought I couldn't do before as well, too. You know, so I get that that gym and the activeness is one of the biggest parts. And I wholeheartedly believe in that, especially I don't know, because I remember times at the gym where like I was doing the sets of 30 on my squats. Right. And by the 12th, 10th to 12th squat, I was like, there's no fucking way I'm going to get good. I'm going to get to 30 today. No way. But I made it. And then I'm like, fuck, mm -hmm. yeah, I did that shit, you know? And it's the same thing with accomplishing little goals that you set for yourself, you know? So mm -hmm. that's awesome. I love that, Pam. Yeah, but it's it's because it's hard, Mo. And that's the thing. Yeah. Is that's where, like, you have to commit to doing hard things. Mm -hmm. And if you can't commit to doing hard things, then you'll never, you have, correct. You have to do commit to doing hard things. You have to commit to being uncomfortable because Mo, everything that is good in life is hard. Yeah. Yeah. I'm serious, right? Mm -hmm. Working out is good for you. It's freaking hard because Mo, mm -hmm. I can tell you 80% of the time, I don't want to do it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like I can, I can honestly tell you that 80% of the time I'm like I had to work out and I don't want to do it <laughs> like I have to tell myself and push myself 80% of the time to go work out I really do like people think that it's just like oh you just no mm -mm. <laughs> I don't like the first 10 minutes of my workout sucks <laughs> Mm -hmm. Every day I'm like, I have in my head, I'm like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. And then just like, you just keep doing it. And then I'm like, I'm in it and I'm like, feel good, you know? And then you finish and then you're like, I'm so glad I did that. Like I would have, you know, I would have been so bummed out and kicking myself in the butt if I wouldn't have done that. So mm -hmm. working out is hard, but it's great for you. You know, starting a business is hard, but it's great. You know, having a baby is hard. But then look what you get from it. It's greatness. So everything that you choose to do, everything that's great in life is hard. Mm -hmm. So you have to commit to doing hard things. And you can do hard things. Everyone can do hard things. You just have to commit to it. You know, it's so crazy because even something simple as journaling could be hard. Because it is hard. you're not used. Yeah, because you're not used to doing it. So whenever you actually start, you're like, I'm not going to do it today. I'm going to skip, you know, but like that discipline to be like, you know what, I'm just going to do it anyways. And you do it just like you said, with working out, you know, 80% of the time you don't want to do it, but you force yourself to do it because mm -hmm. you know how good you feel afterwards, you know, and it's mm -hmm. just that discipline to actually go and be okay with being uncomfortable, you know? Mm -hmm. You know, it's not hard. Hmm. 
doing the things that aren't great for you. Yeah, it's so true. Because mm-hmm. it's not hard to go out and party with your friends and drink. <laughs> right. That's not hard. Right, right. Guess that's... what happens after? Feel like shit about yourself usually. Yeah. Don't feel good. You hung over. Like, that's not great. Mm-hmm. It's true. Just think about it. I want you to think about it. The next time you any just anything that just try to think about it like that. That the yeah, hard it's... things are what's better for you than the easy things. So almost... If you have an option, if there's a choice in life that you have to make, I can one hundred percent guarantee you that the harder choice is the one you need to make. Mm-hmm. You know, it kind of goes back to to thinking in a sense because what they say, 95, 95% of people don't think. 2% of, 3% of people think they think and only 2% of people actually think. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's that same thing because people don't like to think, so they don't think, right? And it's, and it's a choice, truly. You know, it kind of goes back to journaling too because whenever you journal, like, those thoughts hit hit you, and sometimes it's uncomfortable to to face those harsh realities, you know. And I don't know, it's just it's just hard sometimes. And people don't like hard, you know, mm-hmm. unfortunately. <laughs> and it's that stupid comfort that stupid comfort zone, you know, that you can't grow in that, you know. No, not at all. Mm-hmm. So Pam, where can uh, where can the guests find you at, Pam? Where can they uh, so see some of this clothing stuff? Yeah, so everything. So I don't have any anything yet. So right now it's just a we just have our launch list. Um, but we can be followed on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Everything is just MBS Fit Co. And um, just you know follow us. They're all on the same thing, so you can find it that way. And then we also have um, our VIP list that they can join. Um, the easiest way is just to go to directly to my website, which is mbsfit.co, um, not .com. So it's mbsfit.co. And there's a link on there that says join the VIP list or VIP list. And they can get on the VIP list there, which um, when I get ready for launch, um, the VIP list will be the first to know um, probably at least a week ahead of time that launch is coming and they will also receive um, exclusive discounts um, and get to see or view, you know, what'll be launched before I actually blast anything on social media. And I will probably not probably, I will open up my pre-launch cause I am going to pre-launch as well. Um, and what pre-launch means for people who don't know is just that I'm going to have give access to be able to purchase the items before they're actually in stock. Once I have the actual items picked out and all that good stuff, um, just be able to get it ordered um, just with a little bit of a delayed shipping time. But that way they have first come, you know, first serve on it, get first dibs on it. So awesome. they will have access to pre-launch through the VIP list um, a, a week or two it depends on what I'm going to do, but they will get it before the rest of social media gets access to. So to make sure, because I will be ordering my first order is going to be a limited quantity. So being on the VIP list will be important to be able to have access before I release it. So that's nice. So that's mbsfit.co. And then, like I said, on all socials as well. And then awesome. I'll have the podcast links on there too. So you can join yeah. the podcast. Dude, that's awesome. So, um, 
your podcast, how long before that's going to be out to the public and people are going to better tune in and listen to you? You're going to hold me to it, Mo. You're going to make me say my <laughs> commitment out loud, put my feet to the fire. I have committed to December 14th. December 14th. Yes. Man, so I will actually away. be starting my pre-launch post tomorrow because I'm going to do some pre-launch posts for about two weeks. Um, I already have two of my interviews lined up, one for tomorrow and one for Monday. And between tomorrow and Monday, I'll probably record four or five solos. So I told you I'm in it. Damn. I'm ready. I'm so pumped. So between today and Monday, you said you're going to record four or five solos. Is that yeah. what you said? Yeah. Dang. I don't have my kids this week and my husband's working all weekend. So I'll be working. I have, what else I'm going to do with my time? I'm going to record some yeah. podcasts. And look, it, it, to record a podcast, it literally doesn't take long. You know, as long as you got a little structure and what you want to talk about, you just, it, Mo, it's going to take an hour. I to the camera. Do you? I feel like I'm talking, I, I like talking to the camera. <laughs> I really That's do. Good. That's my good. husband makes That's fun good. of me. He's like, you just like talking to yourself. That's good. I, uh, I came across a memory yesterday, um, Facebook memory, and it was one of my old videos from like two years ago. And it was, I could just see how nervous and uncomfortable I was doing that video. So, and just seeing the growth to where I'm at now, because like I could put on the camera and just, mm-hmm. you know, even though I don't do it enough, um, I feel like I need to get on there and just talk. And and I could do that, but I feel sometimes I feel like who the fuck cares what you gotta say, Mo? Just shut the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? And I think that comes from negative thoughts and limiting beliefs. Stop. Yeah, yeah, I absolutely because deep inside I truly know that somebody needs to hear that message. You know, it doesn't You know who's listening? Who? The ones you don't know are listening, the ones you don't think are listening. The ones that don't tell you that they're listening, that's the ones that's listening. Well, Pam, thank you for being a guest on the show. I really appreciate you. Thanks I think I think this is going to be an awesome episode, and I think it's really going to inspire other people, hopefully, to go for whatever it is that they truly want in life. You know, like, you're doing a damn thing. And, and in eight months, like, how much you've learned and grown and, you know, where you're at now versus where you were eight months ago, you know, like it was just, an, just an idea, like, and it was probably almost like, holy shit, like an impossible idea in a sense, but you also knew that you could do it. And here you are, you know, it's incredible. I'm proud of you. Thanks. Same to you. As we wrap up another episode of finding my best self, I want to extend a heartfelt thank you for joining us today. You being here makes the journey much more meaningful. Remember, every step you take, no matter how small, is a leap towards discovering and nurturing your best self. If you found value in today's episode, please feel free to subscribe to the podcast. Your subscription helps us reach and inspire more amazing women like you. And if you could take a moment to leave us a review, it would mean the world to us. Your feedback not only supports our growth, but also helps other women find this empowering space. Don't forget to share this episode with a friend, family member, or fellow hero in your life. Every share spreads a little more empowerment and inspiration. And for an extra dose of motivation and community support, don't forget to sign up for the VIP list for MBS Fitco. By joining, you get exclusive access to our premium, versatile activewear and fitness essentials, carefully designed to inspire and accompany you on your self-care and fitness journey. 
Follow us on our social channels too for daily inspiration and a peek into our latest collections. You'll find all the details and links in the show notes. Joining our VIP list is more than just a subscription. It's your entry into a world where fitness and self-care are celebrated and every step towards wellness is cheered on. So until next time, keep shining, keep striving, and keep celebrating the extraordinary woman you are. Thank you again for tuning in to the Finding My Best Self podcast, where every story is a step towards finding your hero within. We'll catch you next time.